previously on Virtuous Armaments. We got something other than a Genitron case? Oh no, it's totally a Genitron case. But it's a Zappa of a case. Welcome to CNA Investigations. I'm Kato. You must be... Edgar. Edgar Tidewell. You've survived the veil. Kato. Hey, Kato. Yeah. Sorry about that outburst, bro. What do you two want? Jake, come on, buddy. Don't be like that. Maybe we just want to see you every once in a while. Let's head back to the office and grab the gear. Then we'll head out for West Silker. Jake, if you see anything else, let us know. Yeah, no problem. You guys be safe out there and try not to cause any more trouble, eh? Episode 2, Closet Fates. The two detectives head back to the office and grab their gear. Whenever the two felt heavy opposition was coming their way, they always packed their action gear, which comprised of full-time rifles, tactical suits, and psionic shields, just in case things got a little crazy. And grenades. Always grenades, but heaven forbid they had to use them, because they were so expensive. The two then hop back into the car and head for Wells Silker. Kato opens up about an idea. So... I have this idea for a plant that can help kids out. Think of it as a learning tool, if you will. <laughs> Wait, you actually thought of a learning tool for kids? <laughs> Bro, this sounds interesting already. Please proceed with your explanation, sir. <laughs> okay, so what if there was a synthetic plant that grew to a certain stage and then started over eventually? We could make a synthetic polymer plant made out of carbon fiber and plastic. That way it takes on the characteristics of a plant and it develops by feeding it a chemical solution that helps it grow to a certain point. If the kids make it to the final stage, great! Then they start over learning different patterns and all the key features to the plant and its survival, making the next try easier as they've evolved and learned from the previous experience. If the kids don't make it to the final stage and mess up the plant or let it die, then that's okay. They start over again, learning from their mistakes. What do you think? Nope. That sounds dumb and boring. What? How so? I mean, it's the perfect learning tool. Come on, man. It's gold and it would be a fun learning experience for kids. But there's no challenge in it, bro. I mean, come on, man. You're giving the kids infinite tries of being a plant person, sure. But there's nothing at the end. Or the beginning, for that matter. I mean, okay, let's say I do the process once. Then maybe twice. That's cool, and yeah, maybe I have learned some things. But what's the point if the plant just returns to the same spot every single time? And then there's nothing after I watch it bloom. Also, like, if I know for a fact the plant will not die, then why would I even try anymore? Like, I mean, I get it. It's a simulation meant to show off, you know, the different ways to take care of the plant, but it focuses too much on the journey and nothing else. And what's wrong with focusing on the journey? That's what life is all about, right? No, definitely not. Life is more than just the journey, man. Oh. Okay, Mr. Philosopher, please explain. If life were only about the journey, we'd be stuck in an infinite loop for the rest of our lives. 
there's always a beginning and an end because the reason we start a journey is eventually to end it. And that might even be in a different place. Without those two key components, we would just be running in an infinite loop with no real beginning or end, just a whole lot of running. And who the hell really wants to do that? Besides, you're basically giving kids a game with infinite lives. I mean, really, who wants to play that? <laughs> so you're telling me you would not play a video game with infinite lives? Bro, don't get me wrong. I would. But I'd probably get bored after a couple hours. Without a challenge, without obstacles, would the reward even still be worth it? If you just appeared on a mountain, no memory as to how you got there, no plans, no foreseeable finish line nothing like would you not start to question your own sanity let alone your own reality i mean you run the race to finish not just to keep running otherwise realistically you're just going nowhere well thanks for shooting down my plant idea i can always count on you to kill my dreams eh, andro hey anytime bro <laughs> so uh what were you gonna call that neat invention anyway I don't want to say it now, you'll make fun of me. I mean, yeah, I probably would make fun of you, but come on though, go all the way for this dead-end project. What was the name? Tell me, I'll start guessing. I was going to call it the Little Green Finger. Really? <laughs> little Green Dude, you were so lame. Like, thank the guys you're a detective and not a programmer. <laughs> Some people liked it. Well, at least that wasn't my first guess for the name. Oh yeah? What was your first guess? The Elastic Garden. And then your motto for the product is Stretched to Grow. Dude, that's good. Can I use that? I can use that, right? Dude, you're so lame. Please don't do that to yourself or me. Oh man, I need to call the company and change some stuff right after we get done with this job. Thanks, Andrew. You the man with the voltage. Why do you have to be so lame? The two finally make it to the scene. It is the usual urban layout. The street was dark and full of aimless people walking all over the place. Shady characters were everywhere, but hardly made eye contact. Cato and Andro begin investigating the area. This is definitely our spot. It's definitely been cleaned up and there's no sign of a trail of any sort. Or is it? Check it out. Blue syndicate tag right there on the upper right side of the building. That means they probably have a secret recruitment center nearby or possibly a stash house. Let's check around some more in this area. The two continue down the street investigating and trying to find a clue as to where the package might be held. As the two are walking, they spot a group of guys talking about something. They get closer under the cover of normal clothes to learn more about their conversation. I'm telling you, the blue syndicates are on the rise. The happy heads have nothing on them after what they're about to do to these streets now. Bro, whatever. There are no atoms in this matter. The blue syndicates taking over the happy heads territory. That equals false flesh pie. Besides, all they got around here is that stupid underground fight den and some mysterious new pack. Yo, you saw that too? Yo, Circus to the Heart Kid, they came in there like mad neutrons, robbing the truck and then zed out like they was electricity, sir. 
Yo, what's good, my chipset? Y'all just hear y'all talking about a fight and popping off? Because me and my boy over here would love to earn some extra cash. You know, we know a few little martial arts things, you know. We could, we could definitely get to practice in. Also, if the money good, you know, money reasons. Oh, yeah. no, Oh, yeah. No doubt. Yo, it's, it's like that third building on the left down the street. Oh, but watch out. Keep your mother boy correct, cuz, cuz those kids stay augmented over there to the fullest. Yo, I am talking full on CPU core. Liquify be a process. Yeah, no doubt. Like my circuit board bro said, we looking for a challenge. Appreciate that data. Yo, we will keep watch for you guys during the shows. Ram execute my ROMs. All, All day, day process. process. So... We just learned that the Blue Syndicates own and operate an underground fight den in the area, and they're possibly going to give away our package as the prize. Or they could be using this place as storage for stolen goods. Yeah, I could see that. Also, what do they want with our Genitron in question? We gotta get in there and see what's going down. Way ahead of you, bro. I'm going in undercover. I can finally use some of this hoo-ha! Martial arts greatness. Wait, what? You can't be serious. You're not going to enter an underground fight den. I mean, why not? It's been a while, and I haven't been able to spar or get to the classes at all lately, so come on, bro. It'll be great. Fine. But just remember to be careful and watch out. It's called an underground for a reason, and we don't know if this is terminal fighting or not. Oh, whatever, bro. I got this. Like, now I can try out that new... Well, so much for the undercover approach. Come on, let's go. Yep. The two run towards the building, now equipped with their gear, fully suited up. Passing through the crowd, making their way to the entrance, the two suddenly see random blue syndicate thugs. Before the two thugs could fire their bullets, Andro takes both of them out with headshots. The two detectives find cover as they get closer to the explosions and more shootouts. What are they shooting at? I haven't seen any other gangs or persons of interest. Maybe it's new enemies or rivals? Pissed off contestants? Any idea who it might be? None that I've seen either. I don't see any sign of any other gang affiliates here. Just Blue Syndicate. I really hope the package is okay. It's kind of that meal ticket, right? You go search that side, I'll go over here. Keep your head down, stay out of the chaos. Yeah, I got you, bro. Be careful. Two go their separate ways shooting when necessary, and moving between covers. Kato enters a room with two blue syndicate thugs. The two are talking as he sneaks up on them. Bruh, hurry up and get those bosses on the phone or something. This thing is out of control, man. Frank is an idiot. We, we, we told him not to peek inside. Stupid motherfucker, he still peeked inside. Fucking idiot. I don't know. I'm trying. Damn. I think it's jammed. The systems are... For the comms. Shit, dude. I don't want to die here. Shit, why Why even join this? Oh, shit, look out. Kato sneaks up and executes the blue syndicate thug in the back of the head, much to the horror of the one still alive. He then grabs the second thug as he tries to flee and places him in a chokehold. Kato begins his interrogation with applied force and a gun to the thug's head. Uh, 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 look, man. Uh, uh, look, man. I just want to go home. <coughs> 
didn't even really want to do this. I didn't even want to be in this game. But I just wanted to be cool. <laughs> please, man, please. I don't want to die. I don't want to die, dude. I, I, I know the same combination. Of Shut up. I have some questions for you, and depending on how you answer them, you may live to rethink your dumbass decision of joining this gang. First question, where's the package you guys took from the Transafe delivery a few days ago? Don't lie to me either, because I know it's here. Okay. Okay. There's an old wine cellar. Uh, a few rooms down to the left. Down some stairs. Did you open it? Uh, no, no we didn't. But, but I think that's... Uh, I think that's crazy. Frank, that Frank guy did it. The crazy Frank guy did it. I don't know what happened. I just, I just remember that it was a, a giant metal box we hauled down here. We were given the strict orders not to, not to tamper or mess with it. But, but Frank was curious. We left him there to watch, to watch it as we were all ordered to leave. At least one man guarding it at all times. But, but I don't know how to be. I don't know how he could have opened it. Was that? <laughs> we left Frank. We left. We left Frank alone for a while. When we came back, it was man. It was out, man. It was out of the container and angry. Uh, we we saw what Frank. We saw what, what we saw. What Frank? She did. To, what she did to Frank? And we ran out. We ran out of it really fast. Uh, we had to. He was splattered across the floor like like paint and paste. What the fuck does that mean? You said she. What is it exactly? It appears to be a female android, but it's but it's not your typical genotron, man. It's some next level shit, raw circuits, all that. Her eyes, man. What I saw was what was that thing? Hmm. Okay. Last question. What do you want on your tombstone? No. Wait, please. You. Thanks for the info, pal. A special android, huh? Well, that explains what they're fighting. I need to make my way to the cellar right now. Hey, Andro. Andro! Damn, the comms are still being jammed. Is the android really doing all of this? This could be some real trouble for us if we can't get it under control. Gator walks down the corridor trying to find the mysterious android. On his way to finding the android, dead bodies are littered throughout the hallway. Right before he enters a giant room, a blue syndicate thug comes out running but stops right in front of him. She's waiting for you. Everything is okay. It's all up for a dandelion. What? Wait, how do you... She's waiting for you, Kato. Everything is okay. A tulip for a dandelion. The thug suddenly bleeds heavily from his eyes and mouth, and then falls to the ground, convulsing. He dies instantly. What the fuck just happened? Suddenly, a familiar presence and feeling comes over Kato. He has felt this before. Somewhere, very, very familiar and dear to his heart. He feels her presence. A presence he has not felt in a very long time. It is Vaya, the alien woman close to his heart. Vaya? Come to me, lover. Vaya, is that really you? If you're here, then 
That means... Yes. Yes, I am afraid that someone has pierced the veil. But before that, please indulge me with a kiss. It's been too long, my love. Of course. You look great in this lifetime. You're always handsome in any lifetime or timeline. Your beauty is timeless as well, Vaya. I'm so happy to see you, but... I know. The circumstances are not ideal. I'm... Vaya, I'm sorry about how everything happened back on the Windark Station. It is okay, my beloved. You could not help the situation. I know you were only doing what you felt was the right thing to do, and it was the right thing to do. I wanted to stay with you. I wanted to spend more lifetimes with you. I know, beloved. But you wanted to save the lives of millions, and you did. Why is this happening again? Why has someone else pierced the veil? Is it somehow Yoli and his army again? Maybe someone from his faction? No, it is not Yoli. I do not feel his essence in the coil anymore. I don't know who yet, but I've been fo focusing all of my powers towards the person who slipped through the veil. What about Edgar Tidewell? I met him earlier today and he sent me on this crazy job to find the alien artifacts. But he knew about the veil and the fact that I survived the incident. No one in that dimension or timeline has the energy signature with the ability except for you. Perhaps the person died making the entrance to the veil? Some do not survive creating the hole into the veil, let alone going through it. If the person who created the entrance into this dimension or timeline didn't survive, okay, but that's not even our biggest problem. Do not worry, Kato. My tribe and I are taking care of that part already. We are currently holding a strong side patch over the opening, and we're preventing anyone from stepping through for now. But I do not know if we can reclose it. The signature tear is too strong. Whoever did this was either a master weaver or someone cursed with the gift but not experienced enough to, to use it properly. We are trying our best over here to stop a full assimilation into the loop, but it may be only a matter of time. Still, I will do everything I can on my end to stop that from happening. Thank you, Vaya. While I would want nothing more than to spend more time with you, the introduction of the loop to this dimension might be detrimental. Especially if they couldn't understand it. We can't have a repeat of the 1000 Fridays incident. I know, my love. Although I admit, I selfishly want to see you return to the loop. I wanted you to return back with me. I miss you too. I would love to do that, but if I did... We can talk to the council. We could get the judgment overturned and then... No. You know I can't do that and I can't let you do that. I knew what had to be done and there's no turning back now. But I will find a way back to you. I know you will as I will find my way back to you. My people know what you did for all of us, and we will never forget. Kato, there is a human coming close to our location, and it seems to be your partner? I can sense your essence in his memories. Shall I reveal myself to him? Oh shit, that's Andro. No, put me back in the present timeline and dimension, but be sure to disappear and turn the controls back over to the android. If Andro saw all of this, he might go crazy or think I'm crazy or both. Plus, I would have to explain the loop, and that would be a nightmare right now amidst all this chaos. If you insist, my love, 
I will be watching you and assisting where I can. I will always be by your side when you need me. Of course, beautiful. I love you. Also, please be careful with the body possession in this dimension. At least until I find out who tore through the veil. No promises, but I will try. I love you too, now and always. What the hell happened here? Why are you holding the android like that? Um, uh, I was I was looking for a button. Where is it? Where Where is that button? What button are you looking for, Kato? Dude, why did you activate the android? The instructions clearly said not to activate it. I was not activated by Kato. It seems I was self-activated, which is against the protocol and should not have happened. See, I told you, uh, I, uh, what was your name? Do you have a name? Look, I doubt the android made by mad scientists has a name. I am a logistical omni-strategic android. You can call me Losa for short. I guess that can be my name. Is that okay with you, Master Kato? Whoa, I I am not I am not your master. I I just found you here. What the hell happened in here between you two? N nothing. Please just call Nina and tell her we have the package. Get here ASAP. Okay, I will. Wait, the comms are still jammed. Losa, are you by chance jamming the comms in the surrounding area? Let me check my commands and functions log. Yes, I was ordered to jam them by an unknown administrator. Would you like me to cease function, jam master? Again, not your master, but yes, please cease function. Great, now I can contact her. We better move as well. Now all the frequencies aren't jammed anymore. I'm sure the CF will be here in no time. Let's go, y'all. Like it went well. Losa, why did you bomb the place? What the hell? Whew, damn dude, I really don't want to give this android back now. She's hot, she's military grade, and she looks good. Damn, why do we have to get paid so well to bring her back? Andro, really? I'm just saying. It was a command I was given to execute by an unknown administrator. Did I do something wrong, master? No, it's not your fault, I just... At that exact moment, two all-black vehicles arrive at the storage facility surrounding the three. A woman with dark shades and a black trench coat with long hair steps out of the vehicle with a weapon drawn. The people in the other vehicle get out with their weapons drawn as well, securing the area. Drop your weapons! I'm Captain Deanna Sansa of the West Silker Civilian Force. Captain Diana looks closely and sees that it is Kato and Andro. Wait, Kato? Andro? What the hell are you two doing here? Who's that with you? Is that... Is that a fucking android? Diana? Di... Shit. Hey, Captain Diana. What's up? Long time no see. Shut up, Andro. What the hell have you two gotten into now? Half the block is on fire and... Oh yeah, it looks like a building exploded. A whole building! Di, I can explain. Most of that is not our fault, and we have a package to deliver, so... 
We're just gonna leave this up to your capable squad and... You guys aren't going anywhere. Kynes, arrest these guys. Yes, ma'am. Sorry, guys, but I have to place you under arrest. Come on, Captain D. Just be cool for once in your life. Fuck! Okay, come, come on, guys, that hurt. You gotta be gentle with me, baby. Sorry, Andrew. Hey, hey, you've been working out. You're looking a little buff. Thank you. I noticed you've been getting a little fit yourself. My backside is looking pretty firm too, baby. Yeah, I've been working out a little. Summer's almost here and I'm trying to get toned up. You know, driving crazy. Kynes, put your dick back in your pants. Please stop flirting with the suspects. Sorry, ma'am. She's been a, she's been grumpy lately. We'll talk later when she's not around. After handcuffing both of the men, Kynes goes back to aiming her gun at them, waiting by the captain's side for the new orders while Captain Sansa is communicating with someone on the comms. Master, are they a threat to you? Shall I take them all out? I have well over 5,583 scenarios in which I can take them all out and we all get out safely. No, Losa, there's no need for that. They're friendly. We're just having a hard time communicating with one another at the moment. Just sit tight, okay? As you wish, Master, I shall follow your instructions. Next time on Virtuous Armaments. This might be bad, even for us. Guys, this is all supposed to be top secret. Top secret. Look at this. Does any of this look like a secret to you? You really should be careful dealing with that Edgar Tidewell guy. We are in the middle of nowhere. It just seems like small, decrepit old buildings. Do you have the package? Next time on Virtuous Armaments. To Enigma with Intrigue. See you soon.